there's a lot of amazing businesses in Door County. So we, we just feel really lucky to even be considered. Welcome to a special bonus edition of the Door County Pulse podcast. This week, we're bringing you four interviews with the honorees from the Door County Economic Development Corporation's 33rd Annual Business Awards. The awards honor entrepreneurs and families who have not only created successful businesses, but who participate in, lead, and give back to the Door County community. This year's honorees were recognized at DCEDC's May 18th luncheon and include businesses both new and long established. Today's episode features Jason and Sarah White of Peach Barn Farmhouse and Brewery, the winners of the Rangelight Award for the best new business. Hello and welcome to the Door County Pulse podcast. I'm Miles Danhausen Jr. And today we have another in our series of episodes about the winners of this year's Door County Economic Development Corporation Businesses of the Year Awards. And with me today is Michelle Laurie, the Executive Director of Door County Economic Development Corporation. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Miles. And today's podcast guest that we'll get to after our intro here in a little bit is Jason and Sarah White from Peach Barn Farmhouse and Brewery, who have been named the New Business of the Year, which is called the Rangelight Award from Door County Economic Development Corporation. And Michelle, what does this award represent? And can you tell us like what stuck out to you about the folks from Peach Barn and the business that they've created? Yes, the award is called the Range Lights Award. It's for the new business of the year. And we're calling it that because these lights symbolize individuality and doing something no one else dared to do. So this really is what Jason and Sarah White embody, is that they moved to Door County, created a life here, not just a business, but started a business, which is amazing and is so popular and is really a place, created a place for people to be. So that that's risky, right? To, yeah. to start a business in a new community and, you know, it's doing so well. So not only is it successful, but it's providing people a place to be. But they did that. They also are involved in the community. So not only are they a business owner, proprietor in Door County, but they are engaged in the community and with public service with Sarah White being a trustee for the village of Sister Bay. They're involved in community activities and and that really embodies what we're trying to show and everything that we're trying to say Door County is, that this is an example for entrepreneurs to follow, that this can be successful here in Door County. And we're trying to show all of the examples of that. So that's why it's so perfect that the Peach Barn Farmhouse and Brewery is the winner this year. You make a great point there about taking a risk and then also making it part of the community as well and, and being involved in the community. We talked to Brad Andre as part of this series for Thermotronics and their choice when they created that company 50 years ago was we want to live in this place. We want to put our business where we want to live. We don't want to have our business and then have to get away to the place that we want to live. And I think Jason and Sarah embody that same kind of spirit and attitude as a new business, 50 years later, really seeing the same thing in Door County and, and trying to find that same solution. Very well said. I think I might copy that you said that in, in my <laughs> Feel speech. free, it's yours. Yeah. yeah, okay, thank you. No, that is absolutely true because these awards really kind of show the potential of creating a business in Door County. And not only is it something that is focused on business and profits 
all of these awards, there's a piece of them that really created where people created a life here. And that's what we're trying to market Door County as somewhere where you can create a life year round. Yeah. Yeah. That's our, that's our sell, right? That's our, the authenticity of that. And if you are running a business in Door County and you don't come off as authentic, you aren't involved in the community, you don't have those connections, your chances of survival are, are a lot slimmer. So it's just a different market than, like you said, a place where you might just be, we're going to open this and rake all the profit we possibly can. It is. And you do see that with those companies that are more engaged in the community are more successful and, and last longer. Yeah. And they find staff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? And they're, they're, well, they're attractive because they didn't, Brad Onde talked a lot about this. They treat them like family. So that's what it is. It's a family. It's a big family. And like, like we see businesses all the time, there are easier places to run a business. There are places that make more logistical sense. There are places with a higher population maybe, or not the environmental sensitivity that we have here because we love this place. So those ones and the ones that you're highlighting this year and, and the people who make it here are, are choosing to be in this place and make all those things that might be seen as an impediment to a different business owner an advantage and attraction and and a reason for growth. Absolutely. And you're right about that. I mean, it is a it is a special case. We think we have a lot to offer people that are wanting to come and create a business. And, you know, the Midwest is, is very entrepreneurial. I don't know if people really know that, but it is statistically. And we want to create that place. But it is, you know, it can be a challenge to have your business here. Just like any other location, there are challenges. And, and there certainly are here as well. But, you know, those that do choose to do business in Door County, you know, have a community sense to them. I come from Arizona, so there's a lot of transient folks there. And that's what I've really noticed about moving to the Midwest is that is one of the absolute best pluses of being in the Midwest is people that come here want to stay here. Yeah. And you, you want to put down roots. And I mean, if we were in the middle of Wisconsin, that would be the case. But then you put yourself up on a peninsula yeah, <laughs> that's especially exactly. hard to get to. Like you, you've got to be in for the long haul. Yeah. Um, well, Michelle, thanks for doing this series of podcasts with us this year. It's been great to talk to these business owners and hear their stories and get a little glimpse at what makes them successful here in Door County. And up next, we have an interview with Jason and Sarah White of Peach Barn Farmhouse and Brewery. I hope you, our listeners like it. It was, uh, it's always a lot of fun to talk to them. They have a great story and a great background and just a great ethic about how they get involved in the community. So Michelle, thank you. Thank you, Miles. Okay. Without further ado, I am here now with Jason and Sarah White, the owners of Peach Barn Farmhouse and Brewery. Guys, thanks for hopping in the podcast again with us. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are being honored as the new business of the year, what the Door County Economic (laughs) Development Corporation calls the Range Lights Award. It's got to be, obviously, this award only goes to new businesses, but first of all, congratulations. And I guess my first question for you guys is what is it like to to be new to a community and then obviously be brought into the community, but then also get an honor like this right off the bat. It's definitely humbling. When we moved here, we didn't we didn't know what to expect. We knew we wanted to, to be a part of the community, but to be here and to be welcomed with open arms with everything that we've done so far and the, the people that, that we interact with on a day-to-day basis and throughout whatever we're doing, it's really just been an amazing, amazing thing that, that we didn't really expect when we when we came from Colorado. Yeah, I think we're really grateful. We feel like we can just be ourselves. We have our three little kids that we're juggling, and 
the community is just really understanding and supportive. So we're we're so happy. We pinch ourselves pretty much every day. <laughs> <laughs> you came from, you guys have lived in a few different places, obviously, bigger cities, bigger communities. Was it eye-opening to you? I mean, you had some familiarity with Door County, of course, and we'll get into that later in the podcast. And for those who have not checked out the podcast we recorded last year that went into detail about your journey to Door County, you can go a deep dive. That was a really fun podcast and your story is pretty amazing. But did you expect that that connection when you, you open a business in a small town like Sister Bay? It's so different than if you open something in Fort Collins where you know you can get lost in the muck. You can be a little anonymous and just do your thing. And then here, like your business immediately matters to people. Was that something you were prepared for? Definitely not. <laughs> I, I think, I mean, it, it's a completely different business from here to, to anywhere that we've lived, Fort Collins, Denver. But it's, I mean, you go to you go to the grocery store and you run into someone that knows your name and you know their name. And that would never, very rarely happen at any of those other places. And to be able to make an impact on the community, it's, we weren't expecting that at all and didn't really think that way when we started the brewery, but it it's just a natural fit and being such a small community, like tight knit community, it's easy to, to become and to be welcomed in by, by everyone. Yeah. I think we, we run into our now friends and business, you know, other business owners and other people who are just so involved in the community at pickup or at baseball games or to Jason's point at the grocery store and just seeing, you know, each other on like a different, a different level. And that I think has created just even more purpose, it feels like. So we had no idea the magic of a smaller community, and I can't even imagine our life, you know, if we weren't here. So, yeah, we're loving it. We, we walk on the street and someone someone honks and you just throw your hand out to, <laughs> to wave because you know it's someone someone that you know. In, uh, in Denver, it's probably the opposite. So. <laughs> they're honking at you for a different reason. Yeah, they're, I they're definitely got a different hand gesture yeah. for you. It was hard for me to get used to when I moved to Chicago 10 years ago and someone would, I'd hear a horn honk and I'm just used to that being a, a way to say hello. And I'd turn my head and, oh, I don't know that person. And that, that took me like a year to stop doing, like just yeah. expecting a, a honking horn to be saying someone saying hi. Yeah. And then you grow to miss that. You're like, gosh, I wish I ran into somebody randomly again. Well, Michelle, in our intro here, had talked about one of the reasons you were chosen for this award is not just for creating a, a great new business, but taking that great new business and parlaying it into community involvement. Sarah, you've been recently elected to the Sister Bay Village Board. You guys have used your space as a community center in many ways. You have celebrations there. You have activists who meet there. You have community discussions. You recently just had a, a youth mental health forum. You have the knobs doing performing <laughs> uh, improv in, in your space. And it's just become this place that brings kids out there to, to play my, one of my son's favorite places, full disclosure here, he wakes up some days and goes, I want to go to peach barn because <laughs> of the toys that are in the yard, not the beer. I'm not a horrible father. <laughs> um, but then you also have people of all ages, all the way up to senior citizens talking about issues that matter. Was that something that you set out to do or how did that evolve for your business? We did not, I guess, intentionally set out for it to become that, but as People reached out and asked, hey, I want to have my wedding here. I want to have an event here. It kind of just became 
it became a really great space for gathering. And the more we think about what's important to us and how do we want this business to continue to grow and support the community, it is about bringing people together and, and gathering. And whether it's for a celebration or, you know, for a community event, we want to be that for the community. And those have probably been some of the most memorable nights and, and days that we've had so far, just seeing the connections. I think the one we had last week with the youth mental health, we were looking across the audience and there were 60 or so people in the audience and there were high schoolers. I mean, there were small kids, there were high schoolers, there were you know, parents and then there were grandparents. And it was really neat to see just the multi-generational involvement and mm-hmm. um conversation that happened so we look forward to doing many more of those and i think a lot of the events it's it's really going back to the small community thing you look across and you see there's a big turnout from the village from the peninsula that that you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to recognize anyone anywhere else it'd just be like a a room full of people Mm. but it's the community involvement is is really really good here like, yeah, it's just a big gathering of friends. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll admit that I am a a classic Door County native skeptic. Anytime somebody opens anything, anytime anything changes, I have a little bit knee jerk of like negative response or who do these people think they are? <laughs> and, you know, like even going back to when you think of us, <laughs> let me get started. No. Um, Wild Tomato opens 15 years ago. I know that place is Diggers my whole life, right? And so somebody's going to get rid of Diggers, and I'm just like, I'm never going in there, right? I'm the the local boycott thing, which people did to me when I opened businesses. Yet I still would think that way to to others. And then I finally go in there. I'm like, oh, this is this is really good. This is a good business. Yeah. Like they're doing a good job here. This is cool. Like my nieces and nephews really like it. My parents really like. Okay, get over it, Miles. You know. So I I have to go through that process in many cases, and so everyone has always known Sister Bay needed a well, not everyone, but most of us are like, oh, it's weird that Sister Bay doesn't have brewery yet. Of all the towns, that was like the last one, and. Then when I hear of these people, I'm like, who the heck are these people that are kind of come in and open this brewery? So you have this knee-jerk skepticism. And then the first time I go there, I'm like, watch my kid run and play with toys. And as a parent, you're immediately going, okay, this is good now. <laughs> it bought me five minutes of my life. But then, I mean, your kids go to the same daycare as mine. I see you guys at drop-off with the, the kids hanging all over you as you're trying to get them <laughs> off and then get back to work on the place. I've seen the DIY approach that you've done to so much of it of like your own hands on it, whether it's the floor, obviously the the brewing side of it, but I just mean like the, Hey, we got to get bathrooms in here. We got to build tables. We got to, <laughs> we got to build playground structures and now you're doing a restaurant and it's just been really impressive to watch that. So I, that's all just to say like my skepticism has flipped. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that's one way maybe you've earned your way into the community in so many ways is that involvement. We'll, we'll get to some of the background here in a second, but what's the next step? Cause I know you have a new restaurant concept coming in on the property as well, because you didn't have enough going on. So tell us what's coming up this summer. So we, for the past two years, we're, we're almost to our two year anniversary. It was uh, July 6th of 21 when we opened and we cut a hole in the wall and, and had just beer outside in the, in the yard and didn't know if anyone was going to come. Sometimes I still don't know if anyone's going to come, but they come. <laughs> and uh, but the the one thing that we've heard over the last two years is, you know, pretzels are great, little little bites, cheese like cheese curds are fine. But I really want to stay here, and I I really want my kids to stay here. They're doing great. Can you please add a food option? 
And so we, we threw around a bunch of, I mean, we've, we've been thinking about this for, for two years, throwing around so many different options and, and ideas. And we've come to uh, like a Neapolitan style pizza. So we, last fall, winter, we took a trip to Naples. We, we did a, a pretty intense pizza course that went from start to finish. And we took Shane, our manager, and, and it was really fun. It was, it was, this is Naples, it was Florida. Awesome. Na- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little beach, a little, little pizza. <laughs> so yeah, we are in process of putting that in. It is delayed a little bit with, you know, COVID or whatever, whatever delays things nowadays. Um, <laughs> but I think we're shooting for like end of June, beginning of July, but it could be pushed back. Who sure. knows by this time? The good thing about, you know, doing the DIY thing is it's on you and you got to just get it done <laughs> when you're, you know, going through shipping and installation of, of some things. You, you don't really know when it's, when it's going to go, but I think it'll be, I think it'll be pretty fun. And it does give why we did, why we ended up going with pizza too is, is the kid option. Right. We, we base the whole thing off of, the family atmosphere and we go to restaurants all the time and, and our kids are picky just like any other kids and pizza's one of the things that they'll eat mac and cheese you know noodles butter noodles like so so we we ended up going pizza because we wanted to keep it keep it family we also love pizza I mean, we, <laughs> that's part of it too is we kind of keep coming back to okay what are what are the things that when we go on vacation we look for and we both love beer, obviously. We love breweries, and we, we seek out, you know, fun new pizza places. We've done a few pizza tours in Chicago and other cities with some friends. And, you know, it's also we want to keep it, you know, things that we also care about. I don't want to go full in-depth on, on the backstory here, but I want to give people a sense of how you guys ended up in Sister Bay and how you ended up opening a brewery. So I guess maybe let's go back to, you guys are here, if I can sum this up somewhat correctly, you're here during COVID with your three daughters. And at some point you, I'm not sure what stage, but maybe take it from there of you guys trying to decide to travel back to Colorado and go back to your, your former life. So the, the quick version is we were, we were vacationing here, visiting family and we had always known we wanted to have roots in Door County. We thought that would, you know, maybe be a second home of some sort that we would be able to spend extended periods of time at. We ended up getting really lucky and we were able to purchase June Olson's old place where Glenn's auto body shop was. And there's a whole story on on the the prior (laughs) podcast, which is probably worth a listen because we still are are wondering how this all happened. (laughs) But we ended up purchasing her home and it was zoned commercially. So after a few months of thinking through, gosh, what could we, what could we do, you know, that would allow us to live part of the year in Colorado and part of the year here in Door County. And after many, many iterations of different business ideas, a brewery was actually the only one that we were able to get kind of endorsement from the the village on. And so obviously you can't run a brewery without living here. So it, you know, our whole life kind of flipped upside down as soon as we decided we were going to move forward with this. And we somehow made it to Door County and like live here full time now. And I still, I feel 
like, I cannot believe this is our life. Just two years we've lived here and now have this business that's really fun to run and really fun to see my husband come up with these wild ideas and, you know, Brenda Menards every other day um, (laughs) to make a new table or to put something together for the business. And it's just been really fun to, to see it all come to life. Be nice if Menards was closer up here. Hey, <laughs> hey Menards, <laughs> make one in Sturge, will you? So what is it? I guess one of, there's one other portion of that story that I want the listeners to hear, and that is that car ride. When you guys actually make that decision, how did you make that choice to, to turn around and, and come to Door County? Coin we, flip. we flipped a coin. <laughs> we... Uh, <laughs> Sarah, Sarah's crazy like that. This is our life. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't even know why that came to be or like why we picked that, but we were, we were honestly split 50, 50 and we're like, what do we do? We are just going to flip a coin and whatever that does, we are going to do. So and we were and both committed to it too. We were. So heads, the family's going back to Colorado. Heads, Door County. Tails, your Heads was, we're heading back to Door County and we're going to find a house. And Tails was, we're heading to Colorado. Yeah, we were right outside Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah, we were in the middle because we were we had started, which is our, almost you know, a halfway. Yeah, we were. So. <laughs> yeah, we had we had started our drive home, and we'd been talking about it the whole drive, you know, with our three kids in the car. I think every year got harder to leave this place too. Yeah. We we were pulled. We were always pulled to come back here, but that year was was especially hard, and and we just had this like pull that like oh we gotta we gotta do something to get back there. And, and our thing was, okay, well, we're living in Colorado. Our life is out there. Let's, let's purchase something and, and be there for, for a month or two in the summer and give our little girls a, a Door County summer like Sarah had growing up. And, yeah, we flipped a coin. It was heads. We turned back around and Literally did started coming this way. Our, our <laughs> old pair at the time. We had no pair, and she was not so happy with us <laughs> when we when we decided to tell her that. <laughs> Great knee jerk, a lot of strategic yeah. planning. Here's what we're gonna do, but then yeah, you just started brewing. And I love that of just like we're gonna figure out how to do this. We're gonna figure out how to run this new style of business. Obviously, you have some background, but it's a whole new town, and you're taking over an old auto body shop and turning this into a new place and. Hey, you got the doors open. Like you said, you just had the the yard the first year and beer garden might be a strong word for what it was, right? Like mm-hmm. it's really just the, the yard with some furniture. Yeah. And then Well, we named our, our new Belgian beer the backyard because <laughs> you're in a backyard. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not really a beer garden. It's our backyard and, and that's what it always will be, I think. Well, and that's the thing, like, and we kind of joke, we, it was, you know, we're just going to like figure it out, but that's actually a lot of our life. When we talk about, I mean, even what, you know, we were, we were doing in Colorado, we are kind of always up for adventure and trying new things. And we have like some points in our life where we've, we're like, of course, this is where we are right now in our life. Like the universe wanted us to be here. This all, like all the stars did align, but you know, even like the peach, we had, you know, a whole business in Colorado that was also just kind of created from seeing a a need or an opportunity maybe of a way to like connect back to a community and so i 
And then I look back at, and that's really Jason, like he's the dreamer between the two of us. And, you know, he'll throw these ideas out there and, you know, we figure it out. And that's just kind of how, how it's always been. We should probably say like, where does the name come from? Peach Barn. Our first idea that we wanted to put there was a, a farmer's market that we wanted to just bring in produce, peaches, obviously, a couple different things from around the country that, that we would just run. We just wanted to run it for one month, be here, go, make enough money. Our, our goal was to make enough money that we could pay for our mortgage without renting it out and then be okay. Yeah. And so that one, it didn't pass or it didn't, didn't get through. So then we had a couple other ideas in, in the brewery. So we were thinking about what do we name this brewery? Like I, no idea. And we're like, well, what if we just name it Peach Barn? We're like we, we understand that the, it's peaches are not up here and you know, it's a cherry, cherry County and apple County, but you think the cherry thing was saturated? You couldn't yeah. go cherry shed or <laughs> <laughs> cherry crate. Yeah. <laughs> cherry shed. Like that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we, we just named it peach barn because it was originally supposed to be kind of a peach barn that we hmm. just brought peaches in. And what's your background with peaches for the listeners who don't know? Yeah. So I, I started a, a peach distribution company out in Colorado. We were out in Denver at the time I was, I was in my, my grad school program and I was also coaching baseball at the time and, and one of my one of my coaches was selling peaches on the side of the road at liquor stores or gas stations on those little pop up tents and he's like, Hey, I know you're you're just in school and coaching some baseball, so come come with me. Come make some money on the side of the road selling these peaches. And I'm like, uh, all right, I'll give it a chance one day. And uh, so I go out there that was the original NIL program back then. That's how they pay their athletes. <laughs> yeah, get to sell yeah, peaches. yeah, definitely. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. And you might have made more actually selling peaches. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I go to Sarah and I'm like, Hey, I'm, I'm selling peaches on the side of the road tomorrow. And she goes, Oh my gosh. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Just you're marrying material. Just. <laughs> oh, oh, we were already married. married. Oh, okay. oh, she couldn't get out of it at that time. She's like, just do it, and you know, don't go to a bad part of Denver. And, and get it out of your system. So of course, I was in the worst part of Denver on the side uh, on the side of this road, and and it did shockingly well. I mean, huh. people were just pulling into this like very sketchy part. And buying these peaches, I'm like, wow, this is this is crazy. I've never stopped on the side of the road <laughs> and seen and seen this. So long story short, I made a company to bring the peaches from Palisade, Colorado, over the mountains into Denver, Fort Collins, Boulder, because a lot of the orchards over there, there was a lot of peach waste, and and they couldn't they couldn't account for they were making the trees were were making so many peaches that they couldn't get them into people's homes. So hmm. we we did that. And, and started just trucking them over and, and doing a bunch of fundraisers over there, door-to-door uh, -door sales. We started doing, we would just drive around. We'd have routes that we would just have drivers go at every day in season, and they would just have like a, a portion of Denver that they would just drive around and, and drop peaches off at people's doorstep. Kind of like an Amazon Fresh, before okay. Amazon Fresh. Yeah. Huh. yeah. And we'd also make peach jam, and so that was a big part of it too. So we had this peach life for 10 years <laughs> in Colorado. Which was also just very random and not scripted or planned. So <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. And you're still involved with that, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. 
Yeah, 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 we still we still have it and and it, it does well. And then last I know last summer at least you had like a people could order some peaches when they came in in season. So what is it like July, August or so yeah. that you Yeah, it'll be I think this year it might be a little bit later. It kind of gets pushed back a little bit later every year. I'm guessing about mid-August, mid-August through maybe mid-September this year. We will and we'll we'll put up open a, a pre-order probably around June on our website. We'll post it on our social media stuff that, okay. that it, it did really well last year. And I think we got rid of 16,000 pounds of, of peaches wow. out of the tap room. So well, it was, it was a big hit. And they were really good peaches. We got a bunch of them. My wife made some awesome peach cobbler and I'm, I wasn't a big peach guy, but we, we weren't either, <laughs> but they really are. They like melt in your mouth. What, do you see the future like? Obviously, you guys are opening a restaurant at some point this this summer. You still live on site. You still live in the building that's going to be part of the restaurant area, correct? Yes. So what next for you guys and the grounds? Do you think the restaurant is going to be good for a while? Or? Yeah, no, we're, we're already, I think also potentially this summer, part of you know the house is... We're, we're actually moving upstairs, so we're in process of moving upstairs and downstairs... We are going to be creating kind of like a wine, coffee, maybe smoothie bar area that you could, you know, grab your drink and either sit inside or actually walk out into the yard. And the yard is, you know, if you haven't been there, the yard is kind of this central point, but then there's a couple of buildings around it. So the idea is that, you know, if you're there for beer, great, and pizza, that's one option. But if you'd rather have you know, our charcuterie board and wine or something, that's another option. So we're, we're working on just keeping focused on expanding the options on the property. And, you know, we've even had some smaller groups reach out to us, like, could we do our, you know, theology conversations here? (laughs) Could we do our, you know, get together Girl Scouts here? So there's like, smaller spaces that we're working on creating to make just more community options. I think, I think we're just, yeah, we're trying to make that backyard into just a community gathering place that, that no matter what you like, and it, it kind of goes off our beer menu too, that, that not everything on there is going to be for everyone, mm-hmm. but we hope that you find one option. And if you don't find one option with that, I think that's why we, we kind of got pushed to the, like the wine, wine coffee thing too, that, you know, we don't, we don't need you to drink beer to be a part of this whole community thing and, mm. and this gathering place. You can, I mean, we, we let people bring in their own food. It's more of a, a place to just hang out and converse and and be happy up here. And listen to music. I was going to say, you guys have a, a really big live yeah. music schedule this summer. Yeah. And so you got, whether you want to listen to music, now eat some food, have a beer, watch an improv show. Play yard games. <laughs> Play yard games. Or throw an impromptu post-daycare happy hour like one of your customers might have done and <laughs> maybe, maybe annoyed your staff at one point. But um, no, well, without going too long on this, I just want to say congratulations again on the award. And thanks for all you do for the community, for Sister Bay, and providing a space for, for families and people of all ages to hang out. Well, yeah. Thank they, you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for this award, too. We've Not me, the well, DCEDC. DCEDC, <laughs> thank you. I mean, we're in awe of the work that they are doing as well and feel really grateful that we get to be here and being recognized for this. Is There's a lot of amazing businesses in Door County, so we, we just feel really lucky to even be considered.